This is the University of Georgia Griffin News, brought to you over WKU AM 1450, 102.3 FM, The Rock 88.9 FM, and stream live on WKURadio.com. This program is to update our listeners on the many and exciting things at the University of Georgia Griffin with Dr. Lou Honeycutt and his guests. The program is made possible by Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farms and Murray and Company Realtors. And now today's program with Dr. Lou Honeycutt. Well, good morning, Griffin, Spalding County, and surrounding area. First things first, happy Valentine's Day. Happy, I can't even say the word. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. If you haven't got your significant other something, you've got a little more time, but it's probably going to cost you a lot more than it would have last week. So so get out there and Everything's get, on sale. Yeah, just wait till tomorrow. Oh, that's true. Wait till and tomorrow. Just have a, this have a late, and then today. say you were just thinking ahead budget-wise. <laughs> yes. and Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, we've got a great show for you all here today. We're going to talk to some people that have been here a little over a year, but they're kind of a, a year in and we like to do those kind of shows to kind of get the idea of of what's what's been good what's been bad what's been what they thought it was what it wouldn't be and so who we're talking with today and then they'll tell you their life stories here in a minute but it is melissa gordon who's my assistant director i say my I just, i'm possessive of everybody <laughs> our is uga griffin's assistant director of academic affairs Teresa parker who is the griffin campus recruiter and kathleen freeman who is a program coordinator for the college of agricultural and environmental sciences and also an alumni of the griffin campus terry college of business program so Welcome to the show. Happy Valentine's Day to all y'all. No one's wearing red. I forgot it was for Georgia Valentine's. I was trying to be Valentine's. Kind of, you kind of got some red. I've got purple. I I don't know. We got blue. We all got got red blue memo. So there you go. We got a few. I got a red phone cover. So, but welcome to the show. Um, We're going to start like we always do, Melissa. I'll start with you just because you've been you've done this fourteen hundred times. But fourteen hundred and one. Fourteen hundred one today. So tell us your. Let's start with the life story thing. How did you get to this seat today? Okay, I don't feel like being real creative today, so we're going to just be matter-of-fact. And if you've heard it before, just I'll get through it quickly. There you go. Um, my name is Melissa Gordon. Um, I've been here, as you said, Dr. Handicap, for just over a year. January the 2nd was a year. And um, some days it feels like it hasn't been a year, and some days it feels like it's been 10. Um, but I, I've really enjoyed it. I came here, um, I was um, previously was at Southern Crescent Technical College uh, for about 16, 17 years. Um, and I'm from the area. I actually am um, was born in Epson County, and I now live in Epson County, not to be confused with I've been there the whole time. <laughs> um, I've lived in several places around the state, but I do live in Epson, and um, we were just talking before. Um, yesterday, my oldest son was in the GHSA uh, Wrestling yeah. State Championships. Um, it, it goes on through Saturday. Um, we finished yesterday when you said there were 12 <laughs> matches at any one yeah, time there were 12 on. matches on the we were the making centroplex and there were 12 matches going on at a time wow. on the floor um between i think they started at one o'clock and i think the last match ended just before nine o'clock uh, just non-stop it was insane so yeah so that's what's going on in my life right now well good well yeah. sound, sounds, sounds a little yeah. busy as always Teresa, let's go Teresa parker griffin campus recruiter Tell us your life story, how you got to this chair today, this morning. Sure. So, hi, everybody. This is Teresa Parker. I'm the recruiter at the Griffin campus of UGA. And um, I made my way here by accident, actually. I got blown up here by Hurricane <laughs> Irma from Miami exactly. about a year and a half ago. Um, but, actually, it was a, a good move because I ended up here at UGA Griffin. So, sure. And I, I thoroughly enjoy my job. So, a little bit about me. 
Um, my son graduated from Spalding High School last year. Awesome. Congratulations. Um, he is now in the Army, and I have to say I'm a proud grandma now. Oh, very cool. <laughs> so feel free to send cash. Um, um, but are outside of that. Say, are we supposed to call you grandma? What are we, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're okay, not doing just that. Checking, just checking. We're, not, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, again, Super happy to be here. It's been a great year. Met a lot of cool people. It's been an interesting journey here in Georgia, period. But I travel a lot, so I've gotten to know the state pretty well. Sure, and you have family in the area, so you're kind of coming home, home-ish. Some, to, something to like up, that. Which is awesome. That's great. <laughs> okay, Kathleen, same for you. You're, you're a local person, too. So. Yep, I am. So um, some of you probably heard this, but um, I'm Kathleen Freeman. Like you said, I'm the program coordinator for the College of Ag um, at the UGA Griffin campus. Um, I was born and raised in Hampton, so 20 minutes down the road. If you hit all the red lights, you can make it You know, at about 17 <laughs> at the right spot. So, um, yep, I was born there, um, moved right next door to where my parents are now, and me and my husband live there. So um, I started uh, my journey at Gordon State, both as a graduate and then a staff member there. So I started there, um, got my associates in business, and then um, transferred over to UJ Griffin and finished my four-year bachelor's degree um, in business from Terry College. So I am a proud UJ Griffin alumni, um, and it has a, a lot of merit, especially in the area and all over the country. So I love having that that little title to go along with everything sure no i agree it's great to have someone that's guiding students into programs that has been through the the campus i can tell them the good the bad the ugly you know absolutely (laughs) they ask questions that sometimes they're afraid to ask so they can ask a former alum and i'll give them a student's perspective so college isn't always easy so you kind of want to have somebody there that's been through it and done (laughs) it and can tell you honestly so well and as y'all know y'all knew coming into the interview process and then certainly through the last year we are a completion campus so you have to have 60 you have to be a junior basically to come here and that in and of itself has some challenges um, or opportunities let's call them opportunities um, for students certainly in the area but so Melissa let's talk we're going to talk to each of y'all and anybody you know chime in at any time but so what in in your first year year and a month so 13 months basically what's been the maybe most surprising thing for you that that you maybe didn't know don't ask me when i that question because there's a lot of things but um when i came in but what's something that really kind of surprised you or something was a maybe something you didn't expect and then what's kind of what kind of give us your year in review a little bit well um excuse me (coughs) She's Sorry. coughing, and I may sneeze in a <laughs> minute, so everybody bear with us. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, when I first came in and went through the interview process, kind of doing some research on UGA was sort of one of the surprising things for me, and then just sort of living those things that I learned. And uh, that that would be the – you've already mentioned that we are a completion campus. Um, having been in the area, I really wasn't – personally wasn't aware of the 60-hour requirement, nor was I aware of all of the undergraduate degrees that were offered here. I was I was a little more aware of the graduate programs, but not the undergraduate. So I think I shouldn't be surprised when I am surprised <laughs> that so many people don't know that, because I didn't know that sure. coming in either. And so that's sort of been one of the, the things for me this last year is really um, understanding that and thinking about how we can work with that requirement that we have and make sure that we're educating the public 
um, about those requirements. So I think for me, the, the completion campus and the number of degrees, I simply didn't know we offered all the degrees or that UGA offered all these degrees prior to my coming here. So Sure. Yeah. And as I think most people listening that have heard you on here before, you were at Southern Crescent before you came here. Right. And so you're in the education realm, but still, but I think you what you say is exactly what I saw when I came here. It was surprising to me coming from as far away as I did that Everyone just didn't know about everything that went on, that academic-wise and everything else. But I will tell you, in the three years that I've been here, three-plus years, and certainly in the year that y'all have been here, we've made great strides in helping that. Uh, you know, used to at Kroger, I would hate going into Kroger because I wear a hat, and everybody would come up to me and tell me the bad things that would go on. It's rare now. Usually, I, you know, I don't rush as quickly as I do because I hear really good things. And people ask questions that say they know something, they just want some more information, but before they didn't know anything. So yeah, that's something that I've noticed too, especially um, when I'm out at different community events or talking with other people. Just you know, not so much the oh, you work at UGA Griffin, but rather there's those more specific questions like, I heard you have a Terry degree, exactly, or how many education degrees do you guys have? So it's really um, refreshing to hear that people have those more educated questions when they're talking to us more than those general ones that we used to get. So sure. I think we're starting to, to see some some difference there. When it says y'all are getting the word out like you're supposed to, I mean, what, remember the, what were the two mandates I told you when you hired on? Uh, I don't have the piece of paper <laughs> with me, but it is taped to my door and in I front of my desk. on your wrist. Um, <laughs> uh, number one is to increase enrolment, and uh, I think we're getting I there. Think so too. Yeah, I think we're seeing some improvements there and number two is to increase the awareness in the community uh, the griffin and the surrounding communities about what we have to offer here so if we're doing that then we should start to automatically see that increase in enrollment sure. so i think that's what we're seeing happen has now. there been an abatement of you mean you're not the experiment station <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i think there has been i think it's funny that I, I i will still bring that up and if it's an older group of students there's still some head nods sure what i'm talking to the younger students they're looking at me like what yeah they have <laughs> No idea what that, that even sure. means. Yeah, they're like, isn't this UGA? So, you know, I think we, maybe we've got some generational yeah, differences. Generational yeah. Yeah. The younger people don't know what the experiment station is. So. And the good news is, even some of the older people like my age, which isn't really that old, I don't guess, but um, are learning because of all the, the outreach we've done um, that we're, we'll always be the experiment station, but that's just part of what we are. We're the Griffin campus, which I agree. I think it's been great. But still, people will occasionally correct, try to correct themselves. They'll be like, would you work? at the exper- uh, uh, Griffin <laughs> campus. I'm like, hey, whatever you want to call it, as long as you know where it is. We'll, as long we'll, as you know what it is and what we do. Yeah. yeah. And talking about enrollment, and then we're going to get to recruiting too, but um, just to brag to everyone that's out there listening, we are, experience our, are experiencing our second highest spring enrollment ever. We have 170 students on campus, and that's that's incredible. I mean, that 35,000 in Athens, yeah, when you look at 170, maybe that's not, not the, the – doesn't seem like the biggest number, but for us it is, and, it, and we're on a trajectory to grow. And so that that's – I want everybody to understand that. We're, we're poised to be much bigger. We don't know what it's going to be. I'm certainly not going to put a number out there because then people tend to hear that number only. But, <laughs> but we're, we're on a trajectory of growth. So, And along those lines, let's move to Teresa for a minute. So recruit, same question to you, Teresa. You came in you, like a hurricane. Oh, that's a good pun. I didn't even tend to do that. What a good pun. You came in like a hurricane. Um, what's some of the things that really kind of surprised you? And then what's some of the kind of 
I don't know the uh, the great experiences you've seen as you because you go all over. I mean, I never see you, and that's what I told you in the interview. I said, I hope I never see you. Hope you're gone. I don't like being on campus. No, you're gone. You're gone all the time. <laughs> I feel like I'm not doing thing. my job. So, I mean, what's something that's really kind of surprised you? Maybe and maybe been a challenge, but also some of the great stuff that's happened. Sure. Well, to piggyback on what you both were just talking about, um, I was really shocked, even just coming, you know, from another state um, as you did, of the lack of awareness. Um, and sure. going out to these community events and, the, oh, I didn't know there was a UGA. <laughs> and I'm like, it's across the street. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's definitely been interesting. Um, but I do feel like the awareness is certainly getting out there. I don't get the puzzled look as much as I used to. <laughs> I've seen that look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's definitely a positive. Um, but some of the, the wonderful things about the campus um, that I find are the history. Um, I've found... Um, Every time I do a tour, or I'm talking with somebody because I'm constantly meeting even new people on campus. Sure, sure. Um, and just hearing their backstory, and then I get to share that when I'm taking students, pers- prospective students, and their families on tours. And I've noticed that they really tend to relate to that, um, knowing how you know. Yes, it was the experiment station, but it's it's still part of the UGA history. You bet. Um, and I think that is tremendous, and um, I love sharing that information. And I think it it. It gives um, a bigger footprint um, and an impression when I'm giving that history to p- prospective students and their families. So um, also just the the quality of uh, the instruction and the homey feel that we give our students. Yes, it's still University of Georgia, but it's much smaller. Um, I had a high school principal tell me, he was like, oh, my gosh, it's kind of like a private school education, but at UGA. And I'm like, it is. I'm stealing that. And exactly. I say it all the time um, because that is exactly what it is. You still get the quality of the education from the University of Georgia, but it's much more personalized. And I think that's a, extremely important. I do, too. I mean, that you know, I always say we have the power of UGA in a little bitty package down here. And I, I love that. I mean, that I told the provost in my first meeting with her ever. Um, that if this job had been offered in Athens, I wouldn't have applied. And she's like, I think I need you to explain that a little bit. And I said, I will be your best soldier on the planet in Griffin. I would get lost in the maze in Athens. It just wouldn't have appealed to me. And, sure. and she understood that, but she just wanted to hear it. But I think it's this, we have this incredible power. We're at the University of Georgia. We'll get to do it in Griffin. And, I mean, in all reality, not every student that wants to go to the University of Georgia is going to meet that Athens model. Exactly. Um, Especially some of these smaller private schools or even the more rural communities. This is a better fit. Absolutely. And I think it's all about the fit. And I I, I would put the success, and and there's one setting at Mm -hmm. the end, the success of our students on the Griffin campus uh, to match any other that there could be. So let's move to Kathleen, and and I'm going to preface this by saying that two days ago I got to present to the provost our College of Agriculture um, Ph.D. and Master's students list that I do every semester, but this is an interim provost, so Libby had never seen it. When I handed it to her, she <clears throat> actually studied it for a minute, and she said, this is ac- this is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I said, it really is. We have 35 on campus this semester doing re- active research with 19 faculty in five departments and 20 Ph.D., 15 master's students. And the sheer international flavor to the research and the students and the incredible science is horribly impressive. And that – so that's – instruction griffin campus but that's also experiment station stuff so so is, with that yeah. segue i'm gonna move to you and say same with you what has been and you were on campus so i know I you weren't surprised by <laughs> campus but what's some of the eye-opening things you moved to a new college I which did, is yes. certainly so, eye-opening. Was, uh, so how's that move to the college of ag been from terry college of business yes it was 
a little intimidating because um, coming from a business mindset, you know, all four years of college and even pursuing my master's, I was in business and to transition to the world of ag, which is, you know, Georgia's number one industry. It was kind of a culture shock for me, even though we are in rural Georgia, that sure. was not my background at all. Um, and so um, I kind of had an advantage over these two ladies that I knew the, the requirements to get because right. I had done the ropes <laughs> and everything, but to just, um, and one of my things that I was shocked on campus when I walked on is how beautiful the campus is. Cause being a student, you kind of go to class, you go in your one building, you know, sure. and that's kind of as far as it goes. But then now being a team member, we get to do tours and meet all the faculty and it's like, all this was here just three or four <laughs> years ago. So it's just being able to see the campus from a whole different perspective um, and the amount of research that goes on. Um, I mean, it truly is remarkable um, from our food pick to even the seed bank that I never knew as a student was there. And so it's it's awesome for the new students and the prospective students when they come on campus, their eyes get big and they're like, wow, this is like literally five minutes from our house. So it's just a cool experience to be able to highlight what all we do um, on our campus for students. Sure. I, I agree. And, and just, and y'all don't know this yet, but I'll, I'll announce back to y'all, but the walking dead has confirmed again, they will be back on campus to film in the, the bullet factory. I thought y'all called that final exams. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's, I kind of like that. Well, and the, and the reason I like them coming on campus is we, we call them zombie dollars, but they help us to buy things like street signs and building signs and those little things that make a difference that really help to make the campus look you know we have red and black street signs which mm-hmm. is pretty awesome no one else has those but um and zombie dollars have helped to do that so so i appreciate the shout out about the beauty of the campus i didn't pay you or anything uh, no nope, that, that was all free of charge <laughs> that was good exactly so and we do we have an incredible campus and, and something else i can announce to and i think y'all probably or maybe y'all haven't heard this yet but we finally after 11 months have a vendor contract for the Dundee Cafe and this has been a long process the University of Georgia is works has to work slow to, to dot all the I's and, and cross all the T's but I'm very proud to announce this is the first public announcement but we have a an official vendor that will be opening the cafe um, on campus and it is from the farm um, right now it's from the farm catering but it's just from the farm uh, Marcy Bradbury out of Pike County who's a local um, has been in, the, in business for a, a while was at Southern Crescent um, in the culinary department for a good while. And so in the very short term, we're going to have a soft opening on campus event very quickly, we hope, um, and then really very quickly hope to announce a, a major grand opening because the public's invited. And so we can finally announce that out loud, which is, has been pretty incredible. I am um, so excited about that cafe. Isn't it going to be awesome? <laughs> and, you know, the Dundee Community Association, a big shout-out to Tom Gardner and his board. They provided the money to renovate our 1913 oldest building on campus. Um, and now we can actually say vendors approved. It's Marcy Bradbury from the farm. And it, her food is incredible. Fresh, and she changes the menu depending on what's in season. So it's truly farm to table. What could be better mm-hmm. in the Mule Barn, in the Dundee Cafe, than, than farm to table? So anyway, I was, I'm, I'm glad to make that announcement. It's really going to enhance the campus. So... Let's talk about academic programs in general, and then certainly in College of Ag since it's you, but what's going on in academic programs? What's some of the new things coming about? And we have some new degrees, that have, or at least some uh, graduate degrees that have come online. And so what's going on in academic programs? Yeah, um, I think that there, there are two things I'd kind of like to highlight uh, that's been happening um, that you may or may not have heard about. We, we have two double dogs now on the UGA Griffin campus, and double dogs, if you're not familiar with that, 
um, is an initiative uh, through the University of Georgia. Um, and it, the case is, with our campus, remember that students come to us having already completed 60 hours. So generally, to complete an undergraduate degree, a student that transfers to us has two more years. The idea with the double dog is that during that last year or during your senior year of your undergraduate, you could start working on your master's degree. And you could actually complete your master's in a, a year after completion of the, the um, your senior level for undergrad. The, uh, the two double dogs that we're, we have now on the Griffin campus, we have the environmental resource science, which Kathleen can expand a little more on, but that bachelor's degree uh, double dogs into the master's of plant protection and pest management also known as the M-triple-P-M. For good reason. It's hard. Yes. The other one's hard to yes. say. We like acronyms around exactly. here. <laughs> that, that one, we definitely need that acronym. The, the other double dog, though, is a new one. Uh, we've, uh, you, you mentioned that we have some new graduate degrees. We actually have two new master's degrees in special education. Um, now, we already have a bachelor's degree in K-12 through special ed. And now with the, the addition of these two master's degrees, they are also um, – uh, kindergarten through um, 12th grade special education uh, we have a master's in teaching and that would be for those individuals who have already completed a bachelor's degree in some other field not even education necessarily maybe you're an accountant or maybe you have a general business degree or I don't know why I have general business in my mind psychology <laughs> we have a couple of uh, individuals who've completed psychology degrees in the past who are interested in this degree uh, but if, if you have another degree and you and you've and you would like to get into education, and specifically in special education, this MAT is a good good fit for those individuals. The other uh, degree is the Master's of Education, and that would be for those individuals who already have a teaching certificate and who want to obtain the master's level in special education, um, again, K through 12. The double dog is from the Bachelor's of Education and Special Ed into the Master's of Education. Uh, so we're, we're very fortunate to have those um, those two double dogs and the, the new MAT as well. Kathleen, do you want to expand a little bit on the ERS and the yes. double dog with that? I thought you were going to steal my thunder I'm there sorry. for a minute. When you started with that, I'm like, well, there goes my little <laughs> thing. No lightning today. You go for it. Well, yeah, we do have the um, ERS to MPPM Double Dog. And like we said, we like acronyms around here. So it's the Environmental Resource Science four-year bachelor's degree that you can double dog into the Master's of Plant Protection and Pest Management degree. And these two degrees really go hand in hand because it's a lot of outside field testing. Um, you do have lab research and work through that. Um, but it's a really great um degree if you're looking at maybe um, a county extension agent or if you want to do some kind of soil testing um, water balancing things like that um, it it pays to get your master's degree especially in that one final year um, so it's a really easy transition um, both of those degrees we have all the classes offered on our campus all the research is done on our campus um, you can't beat the research that you get with the hands-on experience on our campus so um, it's just a phenomenal degree that you can get two degrees within three years after coming to us and in Griffin. And even kind of stepping that up a level, it's, and you guys all know us sitting there, but it's two University of Georgia degrees. Yes. And that, you know, yes. many times, and what I still get sometimes, and not as much as, as we did before, but is, well, but that's a Griffin degree, right? No, it's a University of Georgia degree. And I mean, Jerry Moorhead, the president of the University of Georgia, signs ours just like he signs the ones in Athens. We have many campuses mm-hmm. and, and, and international campuses, but they're all University of Georgia. And I think that's really critical to keep talking about because those are powerful degrees. They are, yep. And they can take you really far. One thing that 
within the recruiting field that I've heard about, um, and somebody brought it to my attention, but I won't say who we were talking about, but another college is really well known, you know, in the state of Georgia all over. But yet if you move to Colorado, they might not know that school. So, but sure. they're going to know the name University of Georgia. I so think that's a great point. with that back, you know, that school being right here in your backyard and you have the opportunity to come get a degree from UGA, definitely take that opportunity and, you know, further your educational journey with us. I think that's ex- extremely well said. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. As we as we go through this spring, we have a, a our high, second highest enrollment ever, which is great. A lot of those are graduate students. We we do a, and Melissa just expand on this as you as you feel necessary. But we our graduate programs are a little different. They're cohort driven. They're they're more they're not on campus every day. They're kind of a unique. Not unique in education, but certainly um, unique for us. But that's a great thing. You don't have to come Monday through Friday to to be a graduate student on campus. Right, and that's especially true for our graduate degrees through the College of Education. Sure. Um, uh, I think that maybe this is a good opportunity for us to talk about that. We uh, we have five of UGA's colleges represented on the Griffin campus. Um and two of those colleges have graduate degrees. One of them is the College of Education, which happens to be our largest represented campus uh, uh, college on campus. And then we also have the MPPM, that master's degree that Kathleen was just talking about through the College of Ag. Um, with the, the degrees in the College of Education, um, they're all cohort-driven. Um, and, and they're all very much designed for those individuals that have a full-time career, um, have full-time family responsibilities. They're very much designed to, to, to work with those people. Um, generally, the people who are getting our degrees and, and, and our, our, well, let me back up. The individuals that are working on our graduate degrees in the College of Ed are almost all already working in the college in, um, in the field of education. And so they need that flexibility. They don't need to have to come to Griffin, you know, three, four, all those times um, a week. They're, you know, sure. they're trying to take care of other they're students. They're students. They're at wrestling tournaments and making. <laughs> That's right. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, the um, the the beauty of that too is that we find that our students in our graduate programs are coming from all over the state, and even some are coming out of the state of Georgia. Uh, but from all over the state, we were surprised when we did a um, Dr. Robin Overick did a, a a quick review of her uh, graduates over the past seven or eight years, I believe, recently, and we were just shocked at the counties in the state that were represented and how far people were coming to take these classes here in Griffin. But when you only have to come on campus, depending on the degree, depending on the program, you. You know, a couple of times a month, um, and, sure. and that your other uh, coursework is online. That's a friendly program. That's, and especially that's when it's Fridays and Saturdays. Yes, I mean, it's, it's really set around the working. Absolutely, people. that is absolutely true for our two doctoral programs that are both in the College of Ed, the Student Affairs Leadership and Workforce Education. Those are our two largest programs. Right, those students are are here occasionally and they're on Fridays or Saturdays Um, but it's not every Friday or Saturday the same is also true for our our math education classes those um those meet um generally on Saturdays a couple of times throughout the semester and usually between nine and four o'clock by four o'clock you're you're done um but it's not every Saturday so very friendly uh, way for individuals to get their degrees and the, the math ed we actually have the master's degree and the specialist degree offered on our campus sure and then tell me um for application purposes what are some deadlines coming up just real quickly I was afraid you were going to ask me that because I didn't bring all of them with me so what I can tell you is that uh the undergraduate application 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting a hint here. The, the undergraduate um, applications have opened, um, and they're actually open for summer and fall right now. The deadline for summer for undergrad is May the 1st, okay. and the deadline for fall is July 15th. Now, those are for our undergrad programs. There's okay. some variation with our graduate programs, um, and I just encourage people to reach out to us if you're interested in a specific uh, graduate degree so that we can make sure that you're not only getting the correct deadline, but also the correct information for that application um, but the deadlines for undergrad may 1st for summer and july 15th for fall okay so that, so we want everybody to apply we want everybody to call get information we want to call and get information first because we don't want anybody to pay to apply if they're right. not ready yet that's that's the key there please reach out to us and you can find us easy you can find us on facebook you can message us there you can find us on the website there's a message uh application on the website just google uga griffin um you can call us at 770-412-4400 um basically if you want to find us you can so sure. just reach out to us and let us help you through the process and make sure that you have a clear understanding of, of, of the requirements for applying to our campus, and let us help you. We're and because we're a completion campus, you get calls, I know all of y'all do, of, that students really, they're, when you talk to them, they're really not ready yet right. to come over. That's why we don't want them to apply first. <clears throat> because you got to pay that application fee every time you apply. So talk to us first. Yeah, and we're seeing an increase uh, in calls that, you know, uh, Kathleen and I, I think we met with a high school sophomore recently. I believe it was you and I that did. <laughs> um, they're calling us early, and we want you to. If you see that, that your, your end or that your undergraduate end, you want to be at UGA Griffin, um, I'm glad that people are reaching out to us before they can get here because these sure. students are taking uh, college classes and they want to make sure they're taking the right ones. Um, and we're happy to help. Absolutely. Uh, until we're so overflowing with people reaching out to us that we can't take care of the current students, I'm going to keep saying this. At some point, exactly. I'm going to be like, you know what, just apply. <laughs> we're not there yet. Please reach out and let us help you. Sure. Well, this is a great segue to our bottom of the hour break. We're going to come back and talk to Teresa. We're going to talk recruiting when we come back. So, Tony, we're ready to go to the bottom of the hour break. You're listening to the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News on AM 1450 WKEU in Griffin, Georgia. Also heard on 102.3 FM and being simulcast on 88.9 FM, The Rock, Georgia Public Radio at its finest. You can stream us live on the website at WKEURadio.com or take us with you wherever you go thanks to the free WKEU app available for all Android, iPhone, and tablet devices. This morning's program continues after this. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, 
Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. On this Valentine's Day, let us continue this week's University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. Our pan- panel today is really, truly uh, rose, roses among thorns. <laughs> Let's go back to the, the master of ceremonies for this morning's program, Dr. Lou Honeycutt. You just mentioned the panel. You didn't say anything about the host. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are having a, a good time today, a fun time today on this Valentine's Day to share with our 13-month but one-year people, one-year-in team members, which is Melissa Gordon, Assistant Director of Academic Affairs, Teresa Parker, Griffin Campus Recruiter, and then Kathleen Freeman, alumnus of the Griffin Campus, Terry College of Business, and also now Program Coordinator for the College of Agricultural and Environmental Sciences. So, Teresa, let's talk recruiting. So, again, like I said, I never see you, and that's a good thing. That's right. Again, we <laughs> talked about that early on. But um, I see the car gone all the time, which is great. But so tell us, tell me about your recruiting experiences so far. I know you're going far and wide. I think that's incredible, but what, what kind of things are going on? I, I do. I, I travel pretty much anywhere anyone will have me. Um, <laughs> but um, this last year was a lot of trial and error, you know, trying to figure out what was beneficial, what was worth it, what wasn't. Um, Melissa and I actually met, what was that, like two weeks ago, um, just to kind of review how the last year was sure. going, look at what we've done in the past, what we want to continue doing, what we want to start doing. Um we have put a lot of emphasis on high school students because, you know, with dual enrollment, um, there's a lot of students taking um, college level classes um, before they graduate. So even with those students, and if you have a high school student at home um, and they're taking dual enrollment and you think they might be a good fit for our campus, please give us a call so that we can even start guiding that student to make sure they're taking the right classes sure. as a junior or senior in high school. Um but also going to different colleges yesterday, I was actually in Milledgeville. Okay. Um, so, you know, like you said, far and wide. Sure. Um, because our students do come from everywhere. And again, not every student that wants to go to the University of Georgia wants to go to Athens. Exactly. Um, a lot tend to get lost in that shuffle. So I like to let them know that they do have another option. Um, and I find that people are really excited about it. Oh, I didn't know I could do that there, you know. Sure. Um, it is really nice, again, not to get the blank face anymore, <laughs> <laughs> as much as I used to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, recruitment efforts. We also have tours. We do right. have uh, tours once a month. They're the last Tuesday of every month at 1230 and 4.30. You can sign up to RSVP for those on the website. Um, those are gaining a lot more traction as well. Um, we and they also, can be just anybody. You don't necessarily have to be wanting to be a student. No. You can just come tour the campus, right? Sure, okay. sure. And I, I, I get a lot of families that sure. come that are We just want grandmas interested. and grandpas because they can influence the grandchildren. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We've got to get the decision makers in there. Um, so, you know, those are, um, I, again, gaining traction. We had some pretty – we were really busy at our last tour date, Good. actually. Um, we're going to be really busy on the next one. Yes, Yes, there's quite a few already RSVP'd for that Good. tour date. If you're interested in coming this month, you might want to come at 4.30, not 12.30. It looks kind of full. 
<laughs> Full's <laughs> good. That's it. It's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the tours are very informative, and again, you get to hear the history of the campus, and also um, see how, like Kathleen was mentioning, the campus is really breathtaking. Um, and a lot of folks don't realize that our actual footprint is bigger than Athens, Absolutely. but we're a lot, you know, we're a lot more homey, a lot smaller. Sure. Um, so. Outside of that, you know, we've got a couple of events that we're trying to uh, get planned. I'm not going to mention anything now because we haven't set anything in stone yet. Um, but those will be, um, hopefully, we'll work that out whenever we're meeting again. Friday, I think. Next week. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, um, I get my schedule kind of messed up in my head because I have to look at it every day to find out what I'm doing. Sure. <laughs> hey, because, you're, again, you're gone all the time, which is good. You got, you're going all different directions at all times. Um so, I mean, the word's getting out, and I think that's great. The, and the, I, I agree with you all, the campus is beautiful and needs to be seen. And that's really going a long way. So when y'all first started talking about tours, that was one of the things that really excited me because if we just get people on campus, if they just see what we have, it doesn't, we don't have to impress them. Just being on campus is impressive enough. And as you said, we from an acreage standpoint, we're 1,054 acres. The Athens campus is around 800. So from a footprint standpoint, I always like to say that, and then the provost always says you need to qualify that because they have way more buildings than we do and things sure. like that. But it's just kind of nice to say we're people don't understand. We have a farm in Pike County. <clears throat> Excuse me, we have two farms in Spalding County, and then we have the garden and then the main campus. It's an incredible place um and people a lot of times associate the garden with uga but not the main campus or there's not as much anymore but there was a lot of disconnect in the past and we you know we we're a public institution we're not fences went up years ago not to keep people out i I tell everybody to keep us in because (laughs) the the way they were built but um it's it's an incredible place to see and on the the tours y'all give them a little taste of what they could get if they become a student or come to one of the events we numbers have just been just come in from every year since i've been here i've really tried to document the number of people we serve because i think it's so incredible not just in academics but in continuing ed and all the programming that we do because there's stuff on campus constantly and two years ago so 2017 we served around 35,000 people so keep that is a, a real number 35,000 this year it looks like we're down a little bit but um, we're about 33,000 people which is an incredible number of people that come on so I said 170 um, instruction or, or students on campus but then 35,000 people doing things and that's that's what always surprised me about why the word wasn't out better when I got here but people would come into an event and for some reason, not think they could walk around. So they would come to the, an event and leave without ever looking around at what else we had. So they didn't kind of get it. But now I think they are. So I appreciate the, the tours and, and all that you are doing. So, Kathleen, let's, go, let's talk agriculture for a minute. The College of Agriculture is a three-campus college. So we yes. have the Tifton Campus, mm-hmm. Athens, and, and Griffin. Of course, we think Griffin's the best. It is, I mean, of it's, course, it's, the best. It is the best. <laughs> but so, tell, so, and again, coming from Terry College, I know it was a, a big learning experience. But what some of the... Um, when you look forward at what we're going to do in the College of Ag on campus, and then I'm going to broaden this out to everybody, but what kind of what kind of things do you see in the future? What do you want to see? So, without saying too much, but um, we're in works to expand our programs here. So, be on the lookout for <laughs> what what other ag degrees that you know we can offer to you locally. Um, but that's just exciting. Um, when we started talking about what's changed in the past year in the College of Ag. Um, 
to highlight one of the things in Athens, we're introducing a new food and hospitality major. Absolutely. And it's um, a farm-to-table type degree, um, which really inspires me because it is Athens. But um, we're, we're looking forward to the future and figuring out how we can better serve the community, how we can better serve the local farmers. Um, and this is one degree that they desperately needed because they're great at what they do in the fields, but not necessarily maybe highlighting what they produce or serving it to the right areas and making the most bang for their buck. So um, looking forward to that, it just, it excites me in revitalizing, you know, our student population as well as Athens um, to really bring that that local feel um, here as well. So different things like that um, we're looking to expand in the College of Ag. Sure. So. And then, and I know the answer to this question before I ask it, but I want everybody to hear it. Do you get support from Athens? Oh, totally. You I, know, there's a misconception, <laughs> uh, it, it, even sometimes on campus, that we don't get supported from Athens. I'm telling you. I know you know this. I know yes. everybody sitting here knows this, and I know this. We get, man, they just fall over backwards to it, help it's, us. It's crazy how much support we get from Athens, um, especially within the College of Ag. I, I can't speak for anybody else but the college of ag their support is fantastic even from the tifton campus um exactly it, it's a close-knit family like our student population um we're in group messages all the time and we talk about advising or we talk about how our day's going so it's just things like that to help get you through the day that you don't get a lot of support from maybe other workplaces but here it's fantastic and to be so far away but yet so close to Athens in a way just the daily support that they provide is unreal we get scholarship opportunities we get student funding technology funding so I mean we we are definitely grateful for the support that we get from Athens and well said I mean I think that we're we're really dispelling those myths day to day but there has been that myth for a long time well we're an ocean or an island out here in the ocean that is not true no and and the um so, I mean, that's a, a really good point from a, from a campus standpoint. So, Melissa and Teresa, do you all see the same thing? I mean, obviously I know you do, but, but let's kind of expand not just the support from Athens, but what do you, how do you all see the campus changing in the next five years? Or we're, we, We've been talking about five years and ten years here lately on campus, but what kind of things do you all see happening? Well, I think we need to prepare for a growth spurt. Um, I am good at my job. So, awesome. <laughs> so I do feel like... We're going to see an influx of students um, within probably at least, I would say, within two years. Okay. Um, especially from these high school um, touches that I've been making, a lot of contact with high school and dual enrollment advisors um, at other schools as well. Um, just getting the knowledge out there, I think, is has been the biggest hurdle, and I think we're, we're slowly go- getting over that hurdle. Um, and... Even with, um, for instance, we do have a lot more interest now in high school groups coming as an entire group and coming to tour the campus. Um, Letting those students know what we have and if this is what they're interested in, giving them that pathway to get to us. Exactly. Um, So I I believe we're going to see a a large influx of undergraduate students um, sooner rather than later, I hope. No, that's great. And, then, and and you mentioned a great thing. Because some people might say, why are y'all dealing with high school students? Because can't, they can't come till you're a junior in college. But you mentioned the perfect word, and that's giving them that pathway. And if we know a student wants to be a University of Georgia Griffin campus graduate, y'all will tell them how they can get to any other college that, that and take their first two years and then come to us. But we need them to talk to y'all because there are things that Georgia requires that some places don't. So if they did, it's again, that information thing, if they just talk first, you can give them a pathway to get here from probably wherever they're living. 
I mean, pretty much. Right, and that, that's exactly what we do. Um, we, um, uh, you know, you mentioned it's, you know, uh, that maybe some people think it's odd that we spend a lot of time with high school students, but the, I think the other important piece to that is dual enrollment. Um, you know, if we have a, you know, a group of 100 high school students in a room, there's a good chance that 75% of them at least have taken some dual enrollment sure. while they were in high school. Um, and so while students are taking those courses, now granted, I reflect upon myself, and when I was in ninth or 10th grade, I don't recall having any idea what I was going to do <laughs> in my life. I, and in 12th grade, I thought I had an idea. Okay. Senior year undergrad, I thought I had an idea. Okay, sure, anyway. Sure. Um, it, but, you know, I, I think exposing these kids to things they had never thought about has been one of the things that I think is, is really um, a, a great service we've been doing. Um, you know, um, some of the degrees that we have, you know, who knows what it means? Uh, agribusness. Mm-hmm. Well, if you break it down, there's agriculture and there's business. But what the heck does that mean? Sure. And what can and I what do can with that? Do? Yeah. <laughs> Biological <laughs> science, environmental resource science, even general business, you know, uh, consumer economics, all these degrees. I'm um, having uh, the opportunity to talk to these high school students who are exploring some college classes already, letting them know some other options out there that they've never thought about um, is, is something that's that's been really worthwhile. Um, now, also, because these kids are taking dual enrollment classes, if their end goal is to get a general business degree from the University of Georgia, we want to help them to make sure that the classes that they are taking will actually transfer to UGA and will be accepted by Terry College of Business exactly. because there are some very specific requirements. And so it's important that we're working with these um, kids, um, even in high school, to make sure that they're transfer ready when they're ready to come to UGA. Um, I just kind of wanted to add into what uh, to what um, Teresa was saying. I think this upcoming year, the thing that I'm looking forward to is, is those um, improvements I don't want to say improve. That doesn't sound good. That sounds negative. <laughs> Enhanced um, relationships with some of our partners. Um, that's something I've been working with a lot lately, and, and I'm excited to, to see where these, the, the planting of the seeds is going to go next. Sure. Um, working with, with the local high schools, working with the college and career academies in the area, uh, working with our, our sister colleges um, in, in the area. And there's a large number of them. I, I spent some time yesterday on a project that you and I talked about, Dr. Honeycutt, I would. I hadn't really thought about how many colleges were at a sixty-mile radius. Sure, us. It's, it's, it's pretty astounding. And when I think about it, we're working with students from almost all of those schools, plus some. Um, but really enhancing those relationships so that people um, understand what we have to offer and understand how we can help benefit them, even if it's our businesses. We want to make sure that the businesses that have their employees that need additional education, how can we assist you? Sure. Um, so we're looking forward to enhancing those relationships. Well, and speak a little to a little bit about the dual credit again, because what I don't want people to get confused about is we say you have to have 60 hours to come to us. You have to be a, a junior. In some of our high schools, you can get 60 hours of dual credit right. uh, uh, classes done. There's still a little hiccup to get if yeah. you, if you finish 60 hours in high school it doesn't mean an automatic you can come to uga griffin so will you speak to that i will we actually i can use an example without using a name although <laughs> I've, I've got a feeling this person will come on the radio show within the next six months with us uh, we have our first um, student that went through this particular sort of hiccup okay that will be starting with us this summer um last may this student graduated high school gotcha um she what had read about our our um our um, articulation agreement with Southern Crescent, actually. Sure. Um, she was going through the consumer economics degree, which we have a, a articulation agreement for students to start at Southern Crescent. And after the completion of that associates, they can um, apply 
for UGA, and those credits will transfer. What she didn't realize, because she hadn't been talking with us initially, what she didn't realize is that even if she tried to finish all that before she graduated high school, she couldn't come right to us. Right. Because there is the requirement that you have to have completed high school six months, I'm sorry, 12 months, that's one full year, prior to your first semester at UGA. Um, And so this particular student um, is going through waiting for her approval letter right now. Um, And she'll start with us this summer because she will have met her 12 months um, of completion high school. So that's an important piece to remember is that, you know, you have to have a year after high school in order to be accepted into UGA Griffin. Um, So there's no reason to try to get all 60 hours completed before you come to us because you're going to have a year to wait and you need to have some some other college outside of high school under your belt. Exactly. And and again, it goes back to the pathway thing. If if parents, grandparents, whoever just visit with y'all, there's a pathway to to make that happen. And I think the average in Georgia right now is like 32 hours in a a high school. So that that fits really well into what we're talking about. Yeah. Because then you graduate, take your other 30 hours somewhere else and then come to us. Right. Right. It meets all the requirements. So so again, I just want to to us. <laughs> exactly. That's why I wanted to clarify that because I've had people before say, well, I hear y'all say, I have my student has 63 hours in, and they just graduated from high school. Why can't they right. come there? Well, it's, we don't, you know, that's just the rule. It's just the way it is. I think the important thing too, Dr. Honeycutt, is that remembering that it's not just 60 hours, it's 60 transferable exactly. semester hours. Exactly. Um, and that transferable and semester are two key words in there. Um, there are some courses at some of the local um institutions that will not transfer so we've got to keep that in mind and also um and i'll use gmc as an example gmc is actually on the the quarter system Uh, so it's that's not (laughs) semester hours as a quarter hour so it actually takes 90 transferable quarter hours from GMC, so it you know there's so many little caveats in there. Just talking to us, we can sure. kind of help keep things. And that clean. can solve a lot mm-hmm. of issues uh, moving into the future. Well, I think <clears> let's <throat> take our next break. Coming on to the top of the hour, and we'll come back, kind of do some finish up stuff, and and finish our Valentine's Day show. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realty. Proud supporters of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus and proud to bring you this week's edition of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. As the UGA Griffin Campus grows with the great educational opportunities for our children, Round Oak Resources Tree Farm is growing our future with trees to support and assist our environment. Frank and Carolyn Harris of Round Oak Resources Tree Farm and Murray and Company Realtors are proud supporters of the UGA Griffin Campus and area youth activities in Griffin and Spalding County. And announcements from the UGA Griffin Campus, a lunch and learn presentation advising and addressing the needs of minority students regarding career opportunities in financial planning will be scheduled for tomorrow, February 15th from 1130 a.m. until 1 p.m. You are invited to join for a roundtable discussion focused on advising and addressing the needs of minority students and other underrepresented groups specifically related to career opportunities available in financial planning. The Lunch and Learn is sponsored by the College of Family and Consumer Sciences on the UGA Griffin campus. For more information, you can visit the website www.griffin.uga.edu or call 770-412-4400. A special financial planning symposium advising and mentoring minority students for success is scheduled for April 5th from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. in Stuckey Auditorium on the UGA Griffin campus. 
Faculty, staff, and leaders in the financial planning industry will come together to exchange ideas, network, and discuss ways to promote overall diversity in the financial planning field through the UGA Griffin Campus of College and Family and Consumer Sciences. For more information, again, the number to call is 770-412-4400. Deadline for summer undergraduate classes is scheduled for May the 1st. Call the UGA Griffin Campus Academic Affairs Office for more information. That number again, 770-412-4400. And for information on degrees offered at the UGA Griffin Campus and information on current undergraduate and graduate degrees offered through the five university colleges, visit griffin.uga.edu. Or again, the number you can call, 770-412-4400. as nice as this one needs to be wrapped up in a pretty bow. To do that, let us return to our host of this morning's program. Here is Dr. Lou Honeycutt. I'm not sure how to, how to follow that, but I'll definitely try. Well, we've been having fun today. It's been another great show with Melissa Gordon, Assistant Director of Academic Affairs, Teresa Parker, Griffin Campus Recruiter, and Kathleen Freeman, Program Coordinator for the College of Agriculture and Environmental Sciences and Griffin Campus alumnus. So, um, again, thank you all for being on. We want to just kind of do some finish-up um, thoughts that you all have, but I wanted to add one thing in about our campus um, that a lot of times people think that, you know, they relate our Tifton campus to the Ag campus and our Athens campus to, and really don't think of the, the uh, Griffin campus as being an Ag campus. I think we sit in the perfect place to be to be where we are because literally in my office, you look north, you're in metro Atlanta, but that has all the, the urban agriculture components that are incredible in the state. Um, and we happen to have the Center for Urban Agriculture on campus. You turn south in my office, you're looking in rural Georgia. And the best example of that is Pike County High School, who uh, just became STEM certified, the first STEM program in the state to be certified in agriculture. So, I mean, we've got all kinds of good things going on right around us. And I think we're in the perfect position to, to grow not only research programs, but the academic programs too. So I applaud all your efforts for, for making that happen. So let's kind of finish up. we got a few minutes here, probably about a couple minutes each or however y'all want to split it up, but let's just do some finish up things. So Melissa, let's start with you and just anything else you want to tell us i do and i'm going to go off the beaten path on this one what people don't know is that we have prompt questions that we hardly ever get to because we we just start talking (laughs) trouble every week because i forget to look at it yeah but one of these i actually had a good answer to and i want to go to it it's the question was are there any specific people you've met that stand out for a particular reason and look you're not gonna this is not expected (laughs) you all think i'm gonna say you and i'm not (laughs) Actually, um, I, there are four people on campus that I am, am privileged to be able to work with. Um, there are a lot of people, but these four have just been, they go out of their way. Every time we have groups of high school students or whatnot to come on, they take time out of their day and spend a tremendous amount of time and energy on these on these kids. Um, and it's uh, Dr. Melanie Harrison with the USDA oh, Seed Bank. She's amazing. Um, Dr. Clint Waltz in Turfgrass, sure. he um, does a just a great job interacting with those kids and getting them to think about their future. And uh, Lauren Hatcher and Dr. Kirk Keeley are the most amusing group <laughs> by far. And when those kids or, and adults leave this campus, they have such a lasting impression because of those four people. And so I'm honored to be able to work with them. So that's my closing statement. That's awesome. And reach out to us at 770-412-4400. That's it. 
that's even even better. <laughs> Teresa, what what kind of ending things you want to talk about? Well, how could I follow up that? I don't know. That's, she's pretty um, hard to follow. Well, um, again, the, remember campus tours are open to the public. Go to the website. They're every last Tuesday of the month at 1230 and 430. And I'm always more than happy to set up something. If those times and days do not work for you, um, give us a call um, at 770-412-4400. Um, and we'll set up something private. Um, also, this goes out to any educators that are listening or even homeschool groups. Um, that would like to come and experience our campus, please give us a call, and we're we're more than happy to to provide that service for you. And then and then also, if there's a group that wants you to come visit with them, just wherever. I mean, they just Absolutely. need to contact the same number, and and we'll go. We'll come to them as well. We Absolutely. love bringing them to us, but we'll go to them too. Absolutely, so. awesome, Kathleen. So I hate to admit it, but I was actually going to pull the same question that <laughs> Melissa did. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, we were talking about, you know, who have you really met on campus that really impressed you? Um, and I, I can use her name because she was in a, a news article recently, but sure. one of our students, Becky Griffin, who just graduated oh, um, this past semester um, with her MPPM degree, um, this is truly the reason why we are sitting at this table and why we do what we do. Um, and luckily, she was a College of Ag graduate, so I can really sure, brag on her. Sure. But um, One of our first M Triple PM. Yes, graduates. she is. Yep. Um, and she really put in the hard work and dedication. Um, she is a mother of two UGA alum um, herself. And so they, her family really encouraged her to go back um, after years of, of putting her, her degree off. She had started somewhere else and really wanted to go back just, you know, for herself and to further her career. And she did. She drove hours a day to get to campus if she had to. Um, and just that dedication, that is what our student population is. And we have a, a very um, special niche of students um, and we truly cherish our students. And so um, we would love to add you to our group of students here on our campus. Um, And those are the mentor students that you get to look up to when you first come on campus because they're everywhere. And so you actually get to work hands-on with them. You get to learn from them. Um, And it's just a unique learning environment that we can offer our students. So if you're interested in any ag degrees, um, you can email me um, kfreeman at uga.edu and I would love to meet with you and work through those pathways we've been talking about um, and get you started on a UGA degree. And that and it, it, great uh, talk about Becky too. And I'll just add a couple things. Not only does she have the and the picture of her and her two kids at the arch because yes. you know like I can't walk through the arch. Yes. I didn't graduate from yep. Georgia. Yeah, to but be the, a graduate. The, to see the picture of them at the arch was incredible. Yes. To hear her story was incredible at the graduation ceremony. But um, also she works full time on the she campus. Does, she yep. is a, a, the pollinator garden specialist <laughs> for Northwest District of Extension. So she's not on. She's kind of like Teresa. She's not on campus a lot. Right. She's gone all the time. <laughs> But for the whole northwest part of uh, Georgia, she is the pollinator specialist and, and many other ways. But so we're, she's just one of many we can line up and be very proud of, um, of, of how the Griffin campus fits for a specific group of students. And typically, it, 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 we have traditional students too, but that non-traditional working person mm-hmm. can still get their UGA degree without 200 people in the same room with them trying to get the same thing. There's a little more personal attention in, in our component. But Okay, so final final words, final thoughts. we got a couple of minutes left, probably about a minute left. What, what Melissa, what's the future of the campus going to be? Oh, this is your, yeah, look in your crystal ball. Ten years from now. What oh, we, ten how, years from now? Ten years, ten from, years now. from now. We're going to need a lot of money from the legislature because we're going to need more buildings. Okay, there you go. a parking go. deck. There you go. So, a parking deck, even yeah. a parking deck. Yeah, I think okay. we're going to need a parking deck. She's pulling so. out her wish list. She, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I, there's a lot of other things on the wish list, but I'm afraid if I say them on the right, you know, I might get in trouble. But, yeah, I, I mean, I think we're, 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 we're um, going to see a lot of growth. 
Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see where the campus goes. And I think we're going to see more and more, which we're already seeing. And, and I like the way you use the sister college uh, phrasing. I think we're going to see a lot more partnerships yes. with um, local colleges and, and other universities because it just makes sense to show them the pathway to get back to us. Yeah, you know, I, I told one of our sister colleges, I won't say their name right now, but that they needed to put me on their payroll <laughs> because I'm sending them students every day. And that's, I mean, that is a key. Every student that comes to us has to start start somewhere else they need to start at one of our other schools and you know we, we start with okay where do you live you live in mcdonough okay let me think about our schools that are in the mcdonough area sure. oh you live in Carrollton. let's think about what's near you um so it's important that we have those strong relationships with those with those other colleges and i mean i'm daily having to say hey you can't come here yet but let's look at what you need to take and let's let's look at a college near you um so yeah i you know sure if, if one of our colleges needs to start paying me half well, my paycheck. Well, and I think from, from Teresa and Kathleen's <laughs> standpoint, too, I think that's we yeah. have to recruit for other colleges because we can't yeah. accept freshmen. Absolutely. And so it just makes sense. We need the partnership more than they do, but but then they get the, <coughs> the advantage of saying we're partnering with the University of Georgia. So it's a symbiotic, a great relationship, and, and y'all are all three um, helping to, to make that flourish, so I appreciate that. Well, looks like we're about out of time. Thank you all so much for joining us on the Valentine. And I hope everybody has a great rest of the day. You've been listening to the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News. Dr. Honeycutt is going to take about a 167-hour break, but he'll be back in that, in, within that span of time next Thursday morning at 9 a.m. when we bring you the next installment of the University of Georgia Griffin Campus News.